Thank you for listening to Street Fight Radio. I'm glad you're here. If it's your first time or you've been here for a long time, we appreciate you either way. Hope you're ready to get this thing started. We are working on spreading this mess across the, the U.S. We got this plan to smash all the hierarchy and give everybody their power back so we can all do whatever the fuck we want and they live our best lives in harmony. We're coming to you live from the basement. Uh, we are live streaming the shows now. If you're a Patreon subscriber, uh, $5 and up, you can watch the shows and they're all archived later. So if you can't stay up at uh, until 1 in the morning on a Wednesday night, I understand. You can go back and watch the shows. And the chat is open as well. If you want to go into the YouTube video and get involved with that, you certainly can. My name is Brett Payne. My host is Brian Quimby. We've been doing this show for seven years now. The last one you heard was from the WCRS Studios. That's our home radio station, how we got started on everything. We had a show once a week. We moved it up to two times a week. And now every single Sunday, we are taking your calls for three hours from 11 p.m. to 2 in the morning every single Sunday night. If you want to get in, uh, 10.30 p.m. is the time to start calling. That number is 614-412-5252. Uh, save it so that you know and thank you for being here once again I say I've said thank you I'll keep leaning on the thank yous uh I wanted to mention for people that are watching uh we got a really cool wooden sign that was burned what is this is this uh what kind of technique is this uh I don't know. You use that little, um, that little hot, that little hot thing, soldering iron looking thing. Yeah, it's cool as shit is what we're saying. It's a wood burning thing. And if you want to check out more, you can go uh, follow him on Twitter. He's at the young sapien and he's on Etsy. No more gold lights. He even made us because the street fight sign is cool. It's a little indulgent. I wouldn't hang it up in my house, but he did make me, uh, a wooden sign that has a paragraph of lyrics from a Thursday song, which we love Thursday. Yeah, show, which obviously. is definitely I'm putting in the house. Well, we'll have it in the studio. We'll have it in the restroom so that people can ruminate on the uh, endless drudgery of late capitalism. My favorite thing is the studio bathroom has a waterfall right in front of the toilet. And I always think I want to bring that up on the air because it's like, that's kind of funny to... It's like, oh, you know, this helps me, you know, get the pee rolling. Yeah, you know? it just helps it go. It's, I mean, there's a lot of guys there, is, I guess you could say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ah, it's fun. Good times. How are you doing this week? Pretty good so far. No problems. Uh, my wife is going back to work, so I'm doing a lot more chauffeuring. And this is only the second day. And I kind of said a little too sternly to her, uh, this is becoming a real nuisance already. Like, I was just like, I'm tired of driving back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, especially because with these new cars, they show you what kind of miles per gallon you're getting them on, getting on them. And I'm just like, I'm fucking burning up the earth right now. So they expect you to be in, in, in the suburbs driving on the freeway a lot. Sure. Too. When you live in the city, though, that mileage is just oh, yeah. like, I don't try. I, they're like, you get this many. Miles. I'm like, no, you don't. You ain't. No. Right. It's, it's just standing there with like. A fucking oil, like a rag and a, a lighter. It's just burning up. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so we're going to get that figured out. Uh, other than that, enjoying the weather and working on getting the studio together more, working on that shit. I had a real day yesterday. Well, okay. actually, listeners, 
We can flip the calendar back. I have overdrawn my bank account. Oh, my God. So we are now, I'm currently overdrawn for the next 12 hours. So there's that. Okay, so back to zero. We're going to have to get a sign for the wall. We should start selling those <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. Street Fight store. It's in the new zine. There's a little thing you can put the button in. Oh, okay, cool. I was cool. doing so good. Here's what happened this time, okay? I got myself down to $1, which is like, uh, bravo bravo right you should never get there dude that's... i've been so good i get it down to triple zero man i've i've literally spent every fucking penny like can you put 46 46 on this card and then they're like yeah because that's gonna get me to zero yeah I yeah love it that's good so i uh i went for zero because i was just i fucked up we talked about it on a call-in show i fucked up the account i had money all the way up until yesterday and then I got down to zero after a trip to the grocery store and I had to buy stuff for the kid to do a project in school. And uh, I was like, okay, it's two days at zero and I'm not freaking out about it, you know, because it's like just, just two days. Nothing can happen. But in the era we live in now, things are just always coming out oh, of yeah. the fucking bank account. Nobody tells you when. They're going to come out. It's just like, you got this subscription and it'll come out sometime. Yeah. You know? Shutter. Your shutter is due. Yeah. Every month, like five things. Like I have La- like- last year, you signed up for a year long subscription to a calendar service and it just removed <laughs> renewed for fifty nine ninety five. Yeah. Mine was $10 and 94 cents. And I think I know what it was. Marvel Unlimited, oh. which I accidentally signed up for and should have canceled because I don't even read it, but I didn't know how to cancel it because I signed up for it on iTunes and it just, it came out of the account and now I'm minus $50 because you get a $35 charge too. So I'm at negative $50 right now and there we go. The sign is flipped back, baby. Hallmark got me for like $35 because during Christmas I signed up for their e-card app. Cause you could fill out all these cards and just schedule them to go through on Christmas. And that was my, that's what I did, but there was no way to cancel it without calling them. And every time I looked at the number, I just rolled my eyes and was like, not today. I'm that's not, I don't want to talk to Hallmark today. Well, I, cause I don't want, I don't have to deal with someone being like, well, Mr. Payne, you know, we do offer more e-cards and even advanced features I can unlock if you're willing to stick around for another month, you know? Yeah. Well, that was with me was like, I was just like, fucking it could be two days i got marvel i went to look how to uh, like end the subscription and i couldn't find it and i was just like i ah, forget it i'll get it later and doesn't it just come out the one day that it didn't need to come out like i'm i'm flush tomorrow i'm feeling good tomorrow it's that paycheck to paycheck life and tomorrow is the big day <laughs> Before Memorial Day weekend, we've all been waiting for it. And it's just like, fuck, fuck. I hate this. I want to call the bank and be like, it's been so long. I've been so good. Oh, did they charge you with a fee? Yeah, I got to hit with the 35 bucks. Oof. Oof. Yeah. 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 Oh, I deserve it. Yeah. That's my punishment. That's what happens. Now I got to start out $50 in the hole next week. I just threw $50 in the sky and it's gone now up where the chemtrails are. Well, yeah, them ATM fees aren't enough, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. They need, they need (laughs) to do this other stuff. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I know that we always have to be honest when we overdraw on this show. So people know when the last time 
you could go back through and listen to five years of show or seven years of shows and hear every time one of us has overdrawn our bank accounts. <laughs> Brett's been real good. Like it's always me. It's always fucking me. Well, I mean, I do have a lot of the Patreon money mixed up now too. So that <laughs> has helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I just don't know. I feel like you just spend it all and be like, I'll pay it back next month. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I would spend all my money. I can't have access to money. I can't. I just, I love it. I love to have it. And I love to just sit and look at a bank account. So they, I just, you know, somebody in the, somebody in the chat is just saying that they have their set up. So it'll reject payment if they're going to overdraw. Yeah. I don't know why mine's not set up like that. That's what I want. I want that. I want to get rejected. (laughs) I'm not too proud to get a not approved and walk out of the room not approved. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, it's embarrassing, but it's better than spending 70 or $35. I haven't checked since I found out it was overdrawn earlier. So who goddamn knows where it's at right now? You know? Who yeah. knows? I could be $100 in the hole. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I remember they always switch that shit on you because I would start a bank account and I would spend until I got denied and be like, all right, you know, ramen or homemade tortillas is all we're eating for the rest of the night <laughs> or for the rest of the week. But, uh, then they would always change the policies and they would let me overdraw. And then I'd go negative $500 and I'm like, y'all used to cut me off. And they're like, Oh, well there's been changes in the way that that's handled. And then we, you know, your savings versus your checking. And then they start getting in all these rules. I'm like, why did you let me do this? Oh God like, fucking forbid. I'm paying you to take $5 from savings. Like, here's the thing. If you were my bank, if I gave all the money we got to you and then I, only had $1. You only had $1 and I came to you and was like, I'm going to go buy groceries for 40. You'd be like, you don't have the fucking money. (laughs) Yes. So how is this a service to the bank? How is this a service from the bank? They aren't looking out for you in any sort of way. No, they want that 35. They do. That's uh, well. They want more than that thirty-five. But they like, want like a bunch of stuff to try to go through on the same day. But they spend millions of dollars and put all kinds of diverse people in their ads that like you know pat you on the shoulders and are like, "I'm glad to see you're buying that new home." And you know they're so happy to see you when you get in there. And then they're like, "Well, yeah, you don't have enough money in the account, but take it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> sure. Hey." I mean, they know I've been with my bank so long that they know I'm not going anywhere, too. That's the other problem, because it's like switching banks is probably on my list. I want to have the same bank till I die. I don't want to switch banks. I just don't want to go through. That seems like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Well, it's everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's everything in the world. It's a nightmare. It's too much. You got to change direct deposit. Like my wife would have to change direct deposit. I'd have to pay a bunch. I I just feel like no thanks, man. Dude, it was bad just switching fucking addresses. When I moved to Dallas and when I moved to Virginia, I had a solid three weeks of my card getting declined and having everything fucking fall apart just because the zip code had changed on the account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what's going on with me. Uh had a pretty wild day yesterday too. My kid, Gwen decided, hey, I'm not going to play saxophone anymore. I'm going to do the choir now. Okay. I've been paying $55 a month on a saxophone for like three years. Okay. 
Um, I have paid $1,300 so far on this thing. Yeah, and then I just returned fine it. Fine machines. <laughs> they are. They're very. Hey, look, saxophones are fucking cool, man. Oh, yeah. People that play saxophone are fucking cool. It's a good instrument. Great. And I would have stuck with it had I been putting that much time into it. Like, she put in like four years on the thing. It's like, you should stick with that. I mean, you could end up playing like. I played, I was in band and I played for several years and I was pretty good, but I wanted to give it all up for guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was played the trombone and I was kind of into the idea of a ska band, but then I was like, that's not where things are going. I just don't see ska on the horizon with like NSYNC blowing up here and Puff Daddy doing what he's doing. I just don't know where my place is going to be. You know, <laughs> so I wanted to go guitar and I couldn't get lessons. That was like the shitty thing was that we, I just there was no way to get lessons cost too much money. I got a close out guitar from this like electronics place that was shutting down. My dad got this sweet like sunburst Ibanez for me. But then I couldn't I never did anything with it. And then you hear but about- I was good at trom- like trombone. I was great. I was like first chair and did all kinds of was in jazz band and shit. Yeah. And then you hear about people who taught themselves how to play guitar and it gives you a little bit of because uh, I had a guitar for a bullshit. while, too. And they're like, I taught myself how to play. And I'm like, well, I must be dumb as hell. Yeah, man. that's not me. <laughs> Definitely not me. So I love it, man. I have a deep appreciate. There's not, I have a deep appreciation of music, but I mean, I just really don't have like the rhythm or the understanding of like all of that to put it all together into music. I can enjoy it, but I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I can enjoy music. I guess I but... can though. I did at one point, like it didn't make sense to me and I just got rid of all that. It's... I mean, I'd rather, I wish I was more musical because that's the thing is my wife is also like wants my daughter to play an instrument and I'm like, honey, the people that fucking end up playing instruments their whole life grew up in a house where people play instruments right, that's just yeah. how an apple don't fall far from the tree yeah when it comes to instruments if everybody in the family plays an instrument i think you're more likely to play an instrument but my kid was like all my friends are doing choir so i want to do choir now <laughs> which is that's such a high school thing you know that's such a school thing it's like choir's the hip thing to do which not really but choir's well, the hip thing to do i'm gonna start doing choir well, there's also there's also stuff that you can be really into and maybe even passionate, but if it's just not going to go anywhere, I mean, she's after school, she's not going to be in a band, right? She's not going to try to play. She wouldn't probably she's not talking to you like, "One day I'm going to grow up and play saxophone in a real band." No. No, no that's not it. Yeah. Right. It would it's just an extracurricular school activity. So yeah. Well, so I've paid $1,300 on the thing, uh, $55 a month for what feels like forever. And I still had, I checked on it recently. I still had like two or three years left paying on this thing. Damn, many Christmas. Did Vivaldi make it? I No, it's the fucking one. It's like you go yeah, in there just and the entry like, level. get this saxophone. They tell this you which sax. Basically what happens when you have a kid and they're in school and shit is like the school tells you to go buy a bunch of stuff. And then you just go buy whatever the school tells you. Hell, I don't even buy school supplies anymore, dude. You just hand over the money to them? I just hand the money over to the school. You give them $45 and they'll have them there on the first day of school. (laughs) That's a good deal. I've already got the school supplies for next year taken care of. That's all done. You know? So she quit. Yeah, you can't really pick, too, when it's like, these are the instruments that that we rent. They're all $3,000. It's like, you know... 
You got a budget option, maybe? Like, is there a plastic version that I could try out for a little bit? Have her noodle around with? I feel like they could make a plastic version at some point. Yeah. What is the... Is the brass that important? The brass does give it that nice sound, that, like, rattle. Is that you guessing? Or is that just, like, that you're just like, yeah, it's probably the brass is important, you know? (laughs) I mean, honestly, I think there's... It's one of those things where there's probably a ton of instruments that are like unused too, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They they like I'm just thinking all the pawn shops full of them. In 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 Street Fight World, I would love it if the people that wanted to play in a band were able to like just have the instruments and it did like listen, I'm doing okay, you know. I know I'm I just complained about overdrawing my account, but I am actually Doing a lot better than most people. Because of recklessly spending, not because... Yeah, because I took a bunch of people out to dinner and did a couple (laughs) other wild things. Yeah. Uh, But, like, what? how do people in, in like, poorer districts handle something like that? Like, how does somebody who is, like, not doing as well as me pay for their daughter or their son to learn to play saxophone? Like, how does that Mm. even happen? We had grants at Columbus Public... They okay, so they have grants. They had a certain amount of instruments that they owned. So my parents paid for mine because we could afford it, and so that. But there were other people that had trombones on loan from the school. Is it a huge like rigmarole to do it? Rigmarole. <laughs> it didn't seem like it. I mean, it was. I'm honestly, the band wasn't the most popular thing. The teacher was really cool. Well, we got to play really fun stuff and like. Uh, I enjoyed it, but uh, it wasn't the hottest thing at the school. Well, then let me ask this. Do you think maybe the band wasn't the hottest thing in the school because a lot of the parents couldn't afford? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of kids because my daughter kids thought I would never probably like there's no way I'd be able to ever play a fucking instrument anyways. Why would I even bother asking? You know, because I know that in the school that my my daughter goes to, everybody plays in band for you know, the for the first few years that there's a band, everybody gets to do it. But they also, I mean, we talked about recently, they went to Kings Island for a field trip. I had to give her $70 to, to like, go on a field trip. And I was like, what What if I don't have $70 to go on a field trip? Does she just get to have to sit at home? You go to an amusement park that costs $30 to get in and you're not allowed to bring any food. I have to give you money to eat at a, a, a fucking amusement park. Like, it's just well, it's, really fucking unfair. Like, that. Yeah. that's one of those things that when people talk about equality, like when you talk to a lot of conservative people, they're like, but everybody has the same chance to make it. Like, you may start on different levels, but everybody else has the same chance to make it. But then you start to think about it and you're like, but there's all these people that, like, we as a society treat like we don't give a shit about them. Does that make like, how would they not feel like, how could somebody not feel that you don't give a shit when there's a rich school with a fucking swim team? Like we didn't have any, we, we didn't have a swim team in my school. And do you know why there's no fucking pool for them to swim? in? (laughs) Otherwise people to swim. There probably would have been a fucking swim team. Well, and that's the thing too, about opportunity is that, uh, you know, because where you're at $55 a month is nothing to throw. Those people can throw that around. That's one night out. So, um, it's easy for 
it's easier for kids to just pick things up and be like, I want to try this. Oh, I hate it. It sucks and flame out. Um, but a lot of other, the poor districts are denied even that opportunity because there isn't $55 floating around and just comes down to that $55, you know? Yeah. It's it's not, it's not a matter of like the, it's not a matter of opportunity. It's a matter of fucking cash money. And there's a, there's a dollar amount attached to it. Exactly. It's not that like, it's not that like kids that come from people at the bottom of the like, uh, economic scale. Like we treat it like they're, like, uh, well, uh, we don't, but I talk to people who, who treat it like they're just, they're not, they aren't willing to achieve. Oh, they won't achieve. They just don't want to do these things. And I'm like, I know that there are a lot of things that I missed out on because I didn't want to ask my parents for money and they had money. Okay. Some money. And that like, and, and so like. That is on if you. You were worried. That's on me yeah. now. Of course it is. But now imagine if you're worried about your parents' next paycheck, what it's like to ask your parents for a fucking guitar. Yeah, a cello. Yeah. Or yeah, tell tell go tell your parents that you're gonna be paying fifty five that oh, I need this saxophone, it's gonna be fifty five dollars a month. That is a fucking chunk. That's a half of a hundred dollars. I only make nine of those. Right. <laughs> There's I, I yeah, that always frustrates me. There is no op- there are just no like opportunities for a whole bunch of people. And, and it's like, a and it's a measly amount of money. It's a measly amount of money. Once okay. again, it's a it's amount of money that people are it's someone's Range Rover payments for like an entire year could put a whole orchestra together. You yeah. Know? Well, somebody said something in the chat that it's not, not to mention the way music and the arts are treated right now. If it's not STEM, it's looked at as worthless or artsy stuff. Like, let me just say that like these kids are also doing robotics and shit like that. Like do you, there's even with STEM, there's a limit to what a person who doesn't have money is able to do. Even if it's fucking STEM, you know, the robotics club or programming club. If they don't have the computer, they can't do it. So it's, I don't know. I, I, but so anyway, we get to this place and I have this, uh, I paid $1,300. He's like, dude, the guy at the counter, dude, you have a $1,300 rental credit. And tight, I was like, tie balling. <laughs> this is cool. This whole place. And I have $1,300. And he was like, well, I want a dough, bro. <laughs> I'm going to put a down payment on a dough, bro, and I'll make payments for the rest. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like $1,300 rental credit. So I have like, I can spend money here. And he was like, yeah, you, you, if you're buying a band instrument, we can give you $700 or something like that. But if, if you're just switching entrance, but if it's not a band instrument, we can give you a hundred dollars. And I was like, well, that's kind of fucking boba. What is that? (laughs) We'll give you one thirteenth. I know. Of your credit. Get, don't call it a credit then. Just don't, come up with a different name. Don't even tell me. Don't. Yeah. How about you don't even fucking tell yeah, me I bring have $1,300. I don't even like, want to know. I don't want to know that. Like, I, don't, I gave you 1300 God damn it. That's how much I gave you? Really? Why did you tell me that? And I'm giving it back? I'm yeah. giving you your fucking like saxophone it back. back? Yeah. Right on the table. Yeah. Fuck. 13 And you're going to give me $100? 
why what can you even get in a fucking music store for a hundred dollars what are you yeah. even getting i was thinking prize? yeah you could get like a bo- whole bunch of those like egg shakers <laughs> or like a uh tambourine Maybe I bet a good tambourine is a couple hundred dollars. Well, I saw a ukulele. Oh, for really? Ninety nine, ninety nine. Good deal. That's... Told the kid, and she said, "Well, I want this," and it was a fucking goddamn eight hundred dollar piano. And oh I was like, no! Yeah, no, well, that's I don't have the seven. I'm, did I tell you I've overdrawn my bank account? <laughs> <laughs> well, the ukulele, she could even do like covers of rap songs on YouTube and get a whole bunch of hits, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. You could be the next Pomplamoose. Exactly. And then invent Patreon. And then somehow make it so I'm making a living. Doing <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Thank you, Luke, ukulele players. Yeah. But my, yeah. My kid just got a ukulele, actually. That's cool. Is she playing Hand me it? down. Yeah. yeah, she does it. It's more like a harp, though. She lays it down sideways and like plucks the string one by one and then just kind of tries to harmonize with the sounds. Yeah. She sounds like Joanna Newsom. Yeah. Uh, and here's another great point in the chat those those activities are used to deny kids scholarships or college applications oh yeah so they'll say like you need more extracurricular right you weren't in band or anything well i just see a kid there that went to school and did the work and didn't try to do anything extra right and by, <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> sorry bro i couldn't yeah i mean it even when i was in school it's it even cost like 80 bucks to play on the football team oh yeah they they switched to that when i was in school there was a big problem because to be on the team it costs 110 dollars or something and then all the kids that are like this is my way out this is how i'm getting out have to then fucking come up with that money too it's just it happened at our school because people wouldn't vote for levies which i think is one of the biggest fucking crimes about the way that we fund schools in Ohio. I don't even know if it's everywhere else, but that basically like you go in and you ask people that are paying for, you ask people who are paying property taxes to pay more property taxes and to, to fund the school. And when you're trying to, a lot of times these people maybe don't have kids, their kids are already out of school and they don't want to pay more property taxes. Now that's selfish. And fuck those people. <laughs> you know, sure. That's how I feel. I, I I just feel like, what kind of a fucking person are you that you would take money away <laughs> from kids because you don't have any? We live in a goddamn community. You have to throw in money. Yeah, it's kind of important because these kids can go fucking sideways. You see what happens when the schools don't get money. We get awful fucking results. Yeah. Yeah. They, you have to inject lots of cash into those things to make them work. Because they're so fucking, they're just underfunded. Yeah. Yeah. They're underfunded. And then when they come and ask for the money, a lot of times, and I used to hear this and I don't understand, I didn't understand politics when I was in school, but strangely enough, in Groveport, where I grew up, we were always trying to pass a levy and they would have to have the kids like go out and be like, please, please, sir, please vote yes for the levy. Yeah, I would. It, it would allow me to have a school book. <laughs> I have holes in my shoes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like, it's like they weren't voting for it. So every year, they would say things like, "Well, goddamn, the school needs to learn how to tighten its belt." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, uh, and then there's places where. 
I've read some awful things where you look at these places where the strikes are happening in Oklahoma and that where, where kids are sharing books. They have like five or six kids sharing one book and that kids are now taking pictures of the pages and texting them to each other for like homework assignments and reading assignments. Fuck. And that's how people are getting by. Well, you used to hear about those rural schools where there wasn't even like a tax base to pay for it. Like yeah. there has to be, if we're, if we really want to sit around here and talk about equal opportunity, the very least thing we could do is just get a big pot of money for education and spread it completely mm-hmm. evenly <laughs> to all of the schools. Yeah. I, I because the people that go to these places with huge tax bases, they don't fucking even deserve the schools. They don't deserve what they get. They didn't yeah. do anything to get there. They were just born in a place. Like there's almost nowhere to live in in my daughter's school district where we live. Like I shouldn't be able to afford to live there. They, I really shouldn't. I got really lucky and I got the one apartment that was in my price range. There aren't other apartments in my price range there at all. Plus the you, district lines are drawn in such a way that keeps anybody who's renting out of the area. They really draw them around apartment complexes. You have like an old grandfather clause too, where like your shit is super old, but your landlord doesn't want to upgrade it. So he just is like, you know, we can just keep the same deal, right? Yeah. No, they ain't. Uh, I mean, I can't get my carpet replaced or any because they're like, well, you could help us pay for the carpet. I'm like, well, this is your house. <laughs> yeah, this ain't my. <laughs> really want to pay for it. I yeah, mean, that's I, weird. Yeah. I so mean, I guess we'll just pay the same then. We'll just keep paying this crummy rent. I mean, less than $1,000 for three bedrooms is. Yeah. <laughs> can't beat that with. I mean, that's a great deal. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, Columbus Public, as far as I know, is pretty good. There is. um. You know, they do have, like I've mentioned before, free breakfast, free lunch. They even went on a field trip. They've, they're going on a bunch of field trips for the end of the year. And they packed peanut butter and jelly and apples and carrots for every single kid and a yogurt and a fucking milk. And everybody got to eat. So, yeah, that's I mean, people that have had to deal. The, the, that school district does that because they have to deal with poverty. Sure. There are other school districts that like ours doesn't pay for shit and they're just always asking you for money. They're right. always in your shit for like, Oh, you know, tomorrow we're doing this like project. Can you just send your kid to school with $15? <laughs> what the fuck? That's $15. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's, that's two, two orders of sushi at fusion. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know how I, I, I just, so the kid didn't get an instrument for that hundred dollars because she wouldn't pick anything less than eight hundred dollars. The ukulele was there. Didn't want it. Did not. It wasn't. I almost bought a keyboard like a cat. Why didn't you just get it, dude? I. You should have played it, bro. Don't know why I felt like it needed to be her or nothing. I should have gotten myself something. Mm-hmm. You could be playing that song. I know. I'd be playing. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, somebody said that's an insane position that I don't have kids. I don't want to pay for schools. That is such a fucking common thing that I have heard all my life. I don't have kids. I don't want to pay for the schools. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's. I feel like we got to spend money on moms because we all got them and we all was babes. We got to spend money on, I mean, kids. We all were, we all were one. That's why I feel like you can't go back on that, right? I mean, money was spent on us by other people that didn't have no kids, but money was spent on them too. 
Like, yeah. That's the fucking deal. Well, it's all going to come out in the wash in the end. You know, something better is going to happen if you fucking pay for kids yeah. to get, like, learn to play the goddamn saxophone for free. Like, I just feel like there has to be an amount of money out there that we could come up with where, like, the schools are just. Like, a babil- they have one babillion? Well,. I'm not trying to say, like, I, I just feel like there's got to be a way that all the schools can be the fucking same. I don't know why they can't be the same. There are federal guidelines on teaching. Uh, there, there, it just it's like high society, the man. Them fucking crusties got all the money and the power, and they get to say how it gets spent. Yeah. And everybody wants to think that they can climb up. Everybody's tied into that because... I mean, most folks that are even on the fucking bottom are still buying into the idea that they can work their way to the top eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they want to make sure there's a ladder in place. I mean, I was that way. They want like For a number of years, I thought I was climbing the ladder. Exactly. I had a regular job. You grew and, up, Yeah, now you're... No, you are, like, you are, uh, you know, pre-woke times. You are a textbook era of success. Like, grew up in a shithole town, moved to a better place, you know, job security, had a kid and put her in a fucking good school where they do STEM and saxophone. And, uh, you know, all that is like the thing. But it's, but at the, the the cost, it's a big cost to other people mm-hmm. to do the system like that. You That's know? cool, though. That's great. We should we should have that for everybody. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, every school should have a fucking swim team. That's like the symbol to me because there wasn't one where I grew up. Like the symbol to me is a swim team. That's what rich schools have. They all have <laughs> a swim team. Well, you can just go to it. There's public pools, too, that you can use. Like they use a, they use a public pool for practice for Grandview High School. Right. Yeah, I understand that. It just they have a swim team there because people are like, oh, we have a pool we can use. We'll have a swim team. <laughs> it's just depressing. OK, so I got another. St- so this story is from New Jersey dot Um, and, and this relates to teens too. Uh, a McDonald's franchise owner has agreed to pay a fine after being accused of violating child labor laws at 11 locations in New Jersey. S&P Enterprises, based in Central Valley, New York, paid a penalty of $8,829 after letting 14- and 15-year-olds work too many hours at fast food eateries it owns in Bergen, Passaic, Morris, and Union Counties, the U.S. Department of Labor said in a statement. The teens worked after 7 p.m. during the school year, more than three hours on a school day, more than eight hours on non-school days, or more than 18 hours during a school week, all exceeding the law's limits and investigation of the wage and hour division of labor department found that's fucked up. I'm, is it, it? I used to do that when uh, I went too. when I had my first kitchen job. So I worked at Fazoli's Italian food fast. That was their slogan. Uh, they, that was my start. Then I was hanging out with guys that were older than me that had jobs at restaurants. So when I was 16, I got a position at all-star cafe which is like the sports version of Planet Hollywood. Well, it's the sports version of the fashion cafe. If you remember, that. <laughs> remember they did a fashion cafe too, where like four bottles bought a cafe. No, I didn't know Dude, that. Those steam restaurants, everybody did one. But yeah, you did the All Star. I cafe. did the baseball it's the sports one. Sports version. Yeah, the one that that yeah they would call everything was like a home run dog and shit like that, where mm. the names of everything, and uh, so on the weekends. I would work 12s. Yeah. Because I was like I got made I made money. I really wanted money and so I would work 12s on Saturdays and Sundays every fucking weekend. And when I wasn't in school, 
I was working overtime. I was working 40, 50 hours, 60 hours sometimes. I worked like I'm never I don't know why I don't forget this, but I closed at McDonald's once. They called me on my day off, which was a Saturday. And they said, our closer called off. Can you come in and close? Now, as a 16-year-old, I thought closing meant, hey, when the stores close, we just all walk out and we're done. I just work until the stores close. Right, lock up. Make sure you lock the door now. Yeah. The one duty was walking out the door. I I didn't think about what goes into closing a McDonald's. Cleaning every fucking inch of that place. Right. And uh, so... I come in at seven, probably thinking like, hey, we're going to get out of here at 11 o'clock, maybe midnight, 4 a.m. We got out. They had to. And then they had some weird older guy drive me home at 4 a.m. And like, I always think about that now. Like, why are we making teenagers work? Like, why are we doing this? Because I had no money and I wanted fucking money for Echo sweatshirts. I did, too. But that that is not. The most, it's not good. Like a lot of people think it's good that teenagers work. My daughter is not, my daughter will work for Street Fight until she's old enough to get a job because she just, I don't want her working at one of these places where they're going to take advantage of her for sure. Because the way they treat teenagers, they know that teenagers have a respect for adults in a way. They know that teenagers are really <laughs> short-sighted and they're going to want money. And they know that they can take advantage of that. They know that they can tell you things when you're a teenager that you'll believe. And you'll just be like, yeah, I guess I should. I guess I do have to stay here till 4 a.m. We got to get all this work done. Yeah. And uh, they do that and they take advantage. I think it's kind of sickening that it's $8,000 for this. This company paid $8,000 fine. It's yeah, like, that doesn't do much. You could go to every McDonald's and catch them doing this. There's no way that they aren't doing it. I never worked anywhere that followed child labor laws. I never worked at a single place that followed those laws. I've had, I've had this conversation with people that, you know, when they were a teen, they had their own car, like their parents had a car to hand down to them immediately and they didn't have to work. And they were like, I really wish I had a job as a kid and all that. And I just get so fucking red in the face about it because it's absurd. It's yeah. it's like it's a waste of time and it it only it's like a terrible work environment. And it's just wasting so much of your life. I, and potential. I, I would have rather had like more time to do instrument stuff or to pursue the arts or to learn how to run a camera or code. I was too worried about getting money because I had literally no other money to get shit, to get video games and clothes and collectible Gundam models and all the other stuff I wanted, you know? So I was spending all my time, extra time. You know, during the week, they would kick me out. Like, they would, I could only work from, like, 4 to 7. I worked three hours every single day, Monday through Friday, uh, or whatever it was, and then worked the weekends, too. But I um, don't think kids should be working at all. It fucking, it, it's a time in your life when I don't even think you should be acting like you're that grown, man. 16 and 17, you don't need to be holding down a motherfucking job, man. Well, you, you have so much other things to be worrying about and figuring out for the rest of your fucking life besides, like... Um, taking orders from some fucking shithead at a fucking Fazoli from some twenty-two year old. Like, and look, 
we all know also that the 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 sexual harassment to young women on these jobs is fucking off the charts. Dude, back in, I mean, yeah, I'm talking about the 90s when I was there, and it would, I mean, everybody would have got fucked up if there was a Snapchat of what was going on. Yeah, yeah. And and it also, like, it just, all the crime, a lot of the crime that I got involved in back then, I found those people at work. Like, I found the people that I was doing the crime with Dude, at my job. Mother, oh, yeah, motherfucking the worst coke head in the world. A guy that would skim our fucking bag so much that we had to shove him up against the wall and make us give us money back, you know? <laughs> he was a thieving-ass motherfucker. Worst person in the fucking world. He would steal car parts. He would sell you broke auto parts and be like, oh, man, it was totally working, though, you know, when the guy gave it to me. Oh, I met that motherfucker at work. Yeah, and it's a predictor of child. <laughs> it's actually a predictor of juvenile delinquency. It's like kids that end- – a lot of the kids that end up getting tr- in trouble – when they're when they're 16 17 years old got in 15 16 17 years i mean they can start at 14 apparently in new jersey that said that they could start at 14 year old years old at mcdonald's they had 14 and 15 year olds yeah i started at 15 i think i i started doing a paper when i was 13 or 14 I don't remember if I think Kroger hired at 14 yeah well, and that, i didn't want Kroger so i waited until i was 15 to get fazolis well, you made the wrong choice. No, dude. Fazoli's was the shit, man. Garlic sticks all day. <laughs> Garlic bread, pasta. You get the sampler platter. You Also, we would make our own like sauces up. Like we would mix up the Alfredo with the marinara and right. like, do our own fucking creations. But you didn't have to get all dirty at Kroger. That's kind of the thing. I don't know why you didn't want to like work working at a grocery with food. store. No, I'm a food guy. You're a foodie. Big foodie here. I work... <laughs> I like to do it. I mean, I, yeah, that feels, it just feels like a worthwhile thing. Something about it is honest. It's like, yeah, people need to eat. I'll be the person that makes the food. I feel like that's a very respectful thing, you know, Yeah. to do. Yeah. And you, 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 you kind of wonder like, because it's looked at as like a universal good that teenagers work. It's not. Yeah, it builds character, right? Yeah, I don't talk to a lot of people that they think, you know, you need to get started at 15 or 16. Why? Yeah, Why do you have to do that in 2018? If you're on your way to college, I mean, what is it? Doesn't, it's not going to get you anything with your, you know, I don't know. That's something somebody says that wants to hire teenagers for like very little money. Yeah, it's like, are you, you're not going to college, son, are you? You better get yourself a goddamn job. Well, I always got that vibe too. That was another thing I got yeah. that vibe. A lot of the kids that ended up working were like a, a lot of like the, the program in school where they send you to work. That was always the vibe for me was like the school was just telling them like, you ain't, you're not getting a job, man. You're not. You're not good enough for the vocational school. You're not good enough for college. You might as well just maybe you can become manager of this Wendy's. Yeah. If you start now really young. So, yeah, I don't think I I didn't have any plans to graduate college. Really. I never like espoused any interest of like graduating from school. I, I mean, they could have sent you to vocational school, though. Yeah, I should have went. Like, there were so, there were so I many went things. Because that. that's the way, that's what makes me fucking nuts about the education system. Is like, there's got to be a bunch of different ways for, uh, there's got to be a but, bunch. 
but uh-huh. because everything is a competition though i mean they've basically hoarded all the wealth at the top and you have to come from the right up blue blood upbringing go to all their schools and get all their scores and follow the right path and then if you become a harvard economist then you get to have a million dollars you know yeah yeah and your son doesn't have to work at fucking uh, yeah fazoli's. fazoli's right <laughs> work at sorry but ass fazoli <laughs> if your dad uh if your dad uh lays brick you know, for a gigantic kiln the size of a fucking football field so that they can blast ceramic dog bowls, then your son's got to work of his olies. Yeah. Or if you're, but if your dad is Kurt Eichenwald, then your son doesn't, his son doesn't have to work in no. his olies and he just gets to look at pornography, I guess. <laughs> Tentacle porn. I don't know. I mean, I wanted the money and it probably was a good place for me to figure it out because. I also knew that I did not want to work for money like that. I think that what is what let me know I was an entrepreneur in a way. Well, okay. Was I mean, to be like, I'm not, I definitely am not going to take orders from nobody. That's just going to not work you yeah, know, for me. Yeah. I guess like there's that. I, I, but it, I mean, at that young of an age though, once again, I wish I, you know, to be honest, here's what I would rather have happened. I would have rather, instead of me working, my parents would have enough money for guitar lessons and I could have been learning how to play guitar and I could just be like a regular spreadsheet guy, homeowner with a 401k that plays in a cover band on the weekends. Yeah. (laughs) And just live that like Christian life until I was gone. But now I got sent on this path. Yeah. That was me. I mean, my, my, my plan was get a job, get an apartment, I don't think I ever even pictured myself getting married. Like I was just going to be alone apparently with that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. Free bird, man. <laughs> bachelor, man. Be. I'm a motherfucking bachelor. Gotta Women, be. they're What's too that? much. No ball and chain, man. Hold you down. Yeah. Uh, so Brett, you put a story in the show notes that I'm, I'm like kind of looking through, uh, to a couple of cops ate some edibles. Yeah. I, I got to say all cops aren't bastards. Maybe we, there's some cool ones on the force. No, that's, they're not cool. Cause they took them from somebody. <laughs> oh, they're never cool, dude. I thought like, that I thought they were like, we should just, you know, we got to do the football game detail this weekend. Why don't we just take this shit, bro? And like, you know, chill out. I mean, that's what I feel like I would do. Yeah. If I was a cop, I would be on edibles. Of course. That's why I should be a cop. That's what I'm saying is like, if I've heard the cops were on edibles, I'm like feeling more comfortable around them. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, it's like, dude, you rolling right now. And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. But they, yeah. Two Toronto police officers who allegedly ingested marijuana edibles hallucinated and called for help while on duty Sunday have been suspended. CBC news has learned. Both officers are under investigation by the force's professional standards unit following an incident that happened Sunday, according to Mark Pugash, a spokesperson for Toronto Police Service. I thought y'all's cool up there in Canada. Maybe if the cops were all on, uh, I don't know. CBC- I think it makes sense, man, because your reaction <laughs> timing is so slow too. Like that would totally people they wouldn't draw their gun so quick. I feel like maybe. Yeah, they would still. I think cops are different. They're warriors. Sort of thing. We always talk about like how. Yeah, and that's a, yeah. Weed just makes you like yeah, it just heightens all of that shit. Well, we always talk about how like guys like fucking like libertarians also use drugs. Yeah, like, that's they true. smoke weed and do acid. They get all manic up on. They get to smoke their their sativas and stay up all night doing a bunch of economic ca- calculations 
like a libertarian libertarians also take LSD and you know how like you feel super connected to the world. Like that's not how they feel. Yeah. They get whatever their yeah. libertarian stuff is. It's I, wild. I am immortal. <laughs> whatever I decree, it shall be. It's so wild thinking about that. Let's it's, see. Yeah. So hopefully this is like a Cheech and Chong episode. I hope they don't do anything bad. I'm worried now because it's like, a lot of people complain about paranoia with weed, and I have to imagine they're thinking up some pretty crazy shit if they're a cop on edibles. Yeah, yeah. You, we got to stop this thing about. They've seen like, so many movies where they're in the movie, standing in like that same part of the field, and they're like, "Dude, the bomber could be anywhere, bro." Yeah. We go, oh, man. You don't know what like any one of these ladies could have a bomb in their fucking purse dude. right yeah i mean that's the problem with like our, this weed idea. doesn't fix people that's, yeah. the pro- that's the problem we couldn't just weed isn't the solution people Un- always unfortunately say, people think it's gonna turn you into cheech and chong that's it the does thing. It, but it, it did for me though twi- okay it undid all of my conservative brainwashing okay okay it like didn't it for me first all of it I used weed forever before I became a left before I, before I moved to the left. Like, I just think that like your brain takes these substances and it does what it's going to do with. Them. Yeah, sure. And like, like if you're a libertarian, it makes you think like, maybe we, I mean, like it's pretty like we'll privatize the, the fire departments, man. And then like people will get it. Like they won't be paying taxes anymore, but they can buy a fire subscription, you know? Hmm. hmm. Maybe I do want a child. Perhaps I, I, I would like to have the option to just purchase a child and, and sell one on an app. Yeah. Oh, man. I was just, like, thinking the other day about how, like, if somebody, like, st- I own this property. Like, this property right here is fucking mine. And, like, if some piece of shit steps on it, I could kill him. <laughs> It's not always positive. Drugs don't always lead to a satisfactory outcome is what I'm saying. That's true. It's wise <laughs> words. Look, you think about like, you think about all the people back in time that did like acid and weed and, and you're just like, how did they come out on the other end with those opinions? You know? Yeah. Um, that ego man really overrides everything. And that story that you tell yourself no matter what you do, I mean, it, it can, it's the strongest drug you got, really. You know, like the, the fucking narrative you tell yourself. <laughs> Somebody said my main libertarian friend did like mountains of acid going to hippie jam band shows, which that's true. And how do you do that, too? I mean, why don't you just give in? They're just contrarians. It's like you love peace, love, and respect, man. Like you really dig this shit. Go all the fucking way and join the commune, my friend. Stop it with this fake ass shit. There's a guy I know. I know a motherfucker that's a troop that loves all of that Grateful Dead shit. And I'm just like, buddy, stop being a goddamn conservative and lo- grow your fucking hair out. Grow your hair out. Get a goddamn deadhead tattoo and live your fucking life. Stop being a square. Stop. Stop thinking that like you're being an individual. Because you're like this this independent business creation, you know? <laughs> independent business creation. That's Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot. Of, I think a lot of hippies are libertarians. Yeah, I, they're I bad. Think, 
like a lot so, of bad hips. So many the old ones too, man. Like I've seen it all, man. I've seen it all, man, and that's why I'm voting for Donald Trump. You gotta look out just for yourself, man. It's gonna shake things up, man. I would only rely on myself. The commune won't have your back, man. You boil all that chicken for them. They're just going to eat it all up, man. Take all your spoils. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, okay. Larry G in the chat said all the libertarians I know are bachelors. Coincidence? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the market for partners in libertarian is definitely breaks their economic models. Yeah. I mean, and it's also- the success rates just aren't there to suggest that. It's also just so hard to be around them a lot of times. Like, not there's really. Like, there's so many things. I get along with them just fine. Sure. I mean, but that's my brethren. That's my brethren. Sure. When you start getting, like, I have always like gotten kind of along with them, and I think that a lot of times your opinions are so fucking close. You know, you're they're they're like they're kind of running parallel so many times and then they just say that one thing where it's like ah fuck what is that what like why why privatize the police like that seems like the worst idea i could ever think of like you'll be like we should abolish the fucking police department and they're like yeah and then let businesses do it no no not that that's a bad idea yeah man we should get rid of the fucking we should get rid of the police department yeah, and then, like, Jeff what? Bezos could step in, and, like, he could do it, like, Amazon style. They're making those facial recognition softwares. Well, you know what? Actually, it was funny um, when I was listening to the show back, uh, the Colin show, when we were talking about the free power. We've kind of moved a lot because you were like, even you, Mr. Freebie, Mr. No More Money Anymore, everything gets what they need. You were like, we can't do free power because the environment. Yeah. And that's, like, a big issue, too, where... I'm also super anarchy, don't like really any rules for the most part, but if you let these people get away with it, they do the most horrendous fucking things to make a dollar. Well, if we had like, free somebody has yeah, if you give if you didn't regulate or pay attention to what they were doing, it would be atrocities. It already is at the current rate. So yeah, that kind of stuff I just don't understand either. <laughs> what's funny is like you start thinking about like if we had free electricity what kind of fucking maniac like bitcoin rigs they'd be building we would the earth would be done yeah if it'd it be was a free fried out little fucking kernel <laughs> kernel of ash <laughs> it's just like it's 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 so there yeah somebody else is talking about like your like Oh, you know, libertarians are like, well, why would you want a union when you can stand up to them yourself? Like stand up to your boss yourself. And you're like, because <laughs> if I just say I don't want to do it, then they'll be like, okay, fine. This other person can do it. Yeah. And then it's done. There's yeah. no fucking like you collective action need. Like they have this thing in their mind that you can't do collective action that like collective action is not a part of human nature. And that's just not fucking true. It's not. It, well, first of all, they don't know anything about human nature. Like everybody that yells at you about human nature, when you talk to them, you're like, Oh, I don't know, man. Like they're always the people that are like, you know, it's human nature, man. If, if like, uh, 
if there weren't any laws, I would annex your yard and kill your family and just take over your land. And you're like, oh, wow, that's what you think human nature is? Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a... Uh, I just spaced on my response to that. Yeah. Somebody just said China's cracking down on Bitcoin because they subsidize energy and the dorks take up so much energy. So China does have... The, not free power, but they run it, and people were like... They're like, yeah, that's a little much. <laughs> what are you doing? Making, what, computer money? Bitcoin freaks me out now because of that, actually. that that Oh, the power consumption yeah, aspect? I don't know why. I don't know how it got into my face, because you know me. I'm an ignorant, and like basically all I watch is wrestling. And like somehow it got in front of my face, the kind of power they're using for Bitcoin... And, like, I pace in my house thinking about it now. <laughs> like, no. Every time somebody's like, I have a bunch of Bitcoin, I'm like, yeah, but now there's, like, a whole section of forest that's gone because you yeah. fucking want Bitcoin. You can't even spend on anything. No, you can spend it on things. Okay. It's still bad, right? Sure. You'd rather have the paper money or the computer money. Yeah, I would like that to... we s- have. Yeah. Yeah, I think that... There's some sort of combination because that aspect of it we don't need. But we also I think people are just really satisfied when numbers are like passed back and forth or if there's like a code. There's people transactions. People just really need those to feel stable to make things everything work. And we've kind of live on a basis of transactions. But I think it could just be a little bit more fluid, you know, and like. You know, I need 35 today. You need 35 tomorrow. Less precise is what you're saying. Yeah, less, less, a little more loosey-goosey. Larger margin of error. Larger margin of error. Yeah, Yeah, like you said, that just like a big kind of like, um, how about we don't, how about we pay the schools to run and we don't really do like a a IRS tax check on the books. Yeah. That we just spend what we need and then don't worry about paying it back type situation, you know, because... The fan, we live in a different fantasy now, which is that we're going to pay back like $13 trillion or something. Like, and that's stupid. That's something I don't want. I don't agree with that. This is why I don't. All the old motherfuckers above me, you ain't adults. You ain't grown if you think that part of the government is that somehow we're going to get on a payment plan on $13 motherfucking trillion. <laughs> we're not. Or whatever it is. Whatever it is. But, like, if you just want to say the money is limitless, who fucking cares? Right? Who cares? Money is like a living organism yeah. that expands and contracts with whatever with we needs, need. With needs. With needs of people that are trying to better themselves and, you know, not be a piece of fucking garbage and be a part of our society, you know? I mean, money... Money solves all the problems. Is It's also just a bad way to do things. Oh, it's like the worst. We've, and you're right about the transaction thing, too. It's like... I fucking need to do a transaction every day. I feel like I haven't done anything if I haven't done a transaction every well, day. I mean, and it's all, but also I think that there's also, it's the same thing with the job though, where it was even from a young age, I'm willing to serve spaghetti to people as long as I can pre-order metal gear solid too. Right. <laughs> That's- I'll serve all of it. Breadsticks. I'll go out there give everybody free breadsticks, but I'm going to get a PlayStation motherfucking too. And, and like, that's what, you know, that's kind of, that's what everybody, I think that's the, the entire reason that conservatism exists is that they feel that there's a breakdown and that everybody would just sit on their hands and not like chip in in any sort of meaningful way. If there wasn't 
like a fuck if you weren't like dinging them for $55, $55 wasn't like a really important thing for all of us, you know? Yeah. 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 I hate it. I hate money. I've been it's, trying it's to get stupid. to moneyless it's society. It's so stupid. Since we started Street Fight, I'm always trying to figure it out. You know, I actually, I'll, I'll be candid here and say that I am at a point with my wife's salary combined with what we're getting from Street Fight that I'm the most comfortable I've ever been in my life. And, you know, we just can't believe how, like, lucky we are. And we get to just really, it's freedom. It's just now... Like, I know that I could get on pennyhoarder.com and I could follow all the rules and kind of, you know, save some money and put in a Roth IRA. But, like, for what everything I want to do, I can just make happen now. And I don't have to ask any sort of questions. And, you know, I'm not um, terrified of going out and, you know, like you said, buying a dinner for somebody. You're in this situation because you bought a dinner for somebody. Yeah, so somebody you, graduated you're college, being punished. Wanted to take care. I you're not to. a household that has buying dinner for people money, right? So you're getting punished right now. So you had to pay a $35 fee for that. I do. I do have to pay a $35 fee for that. That is not fair. The world is unfair, folks. That's what we're trying to get at. Um, I think that's it, man. We we skipped the cops there, but we had a good little talk about the... Uh, there was a... Yeah. They called backup. The cops ended up calling for backup. Yeah. What did they... So what happened? Uh, they got suspended. They got in trouble. They, so they just called and said, backup, I'm too fucked up. They called fuck up backup. I know. They just... I think they got weirded out by something. Sure. The edibles. They called they... for emergency assistance. They got too high, and then they called for emergency assistance, and that's how they got busted. Why can't these cops get stoned without calling 911? How come every time a cop eats an edible, they have to call 911? The <laughs> there was the one in Michigan, right, that stole the edibles and then called and said, I think we're dying. Am I, I really I think dead? I'm dead. He said, I think I'm dead. Yeah. Was the first thing he fucking said. Like, how does that, how does that even fucking happen? That's never happened. I mean, I've freaked out a little bit, but I can usually be cool about it. You're a cop. Go fucking say you're clocking people for speeding and lay in the car. Yeah. (laughs) To get your fucking head back. There's no way not to get your head back. My uh, wife and her uh, friend from college, they got a job first thing out. And sometimes they would like share a weed edible and just like giggle all fucking day long at work. Yeah. Yeah. I like I do like that aspect of this. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I do. Hopefully these cops quit and then they become like pro weed guys yeah you know they should do like i was saying that was that dvd series about how to beat the cops at weed make like uh some sort of as seen on tv six disc blu-ray set <laughs> on how to hide weed from the cops yeah that's why they all want it to be illegal because every time they take it they fucking freak out on it They're yeah like oh there's, nobody can handle this stuff yeah this is some pretty potent shit like i can fucking go this, with this it, no man. jim beam yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we did it, man. Well, we also had a couple corrections from the last basement show we did. Ted Kaczynski was a Harvard student that signed up for testing and they fucking shot him up full of LSD and tried to control his fucking brain. God, the CIA did. Yes. The CIA was running a program at Harvard to fuck with young people and uh, see what happens. I mean, that's just and then he big. saw like the technology is going to fucking destroy us. And now he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they kind of brought that on themselves and 
that day the unabomber is kind of like 9 11 yeah well yeah that's true um also the other one there was a very prolific bank robber i can't remember his name but the movie is called a place beyond the pines okay it's true ryan gosling is the guy He's a hunk. I love him. This fucking dude. I think he was in Pennsylvania in like New York, like the western part of New York. This guy would run in and if I remember correctly, he would do like a crab walk. Like he would walk so that they didn't know how tall he was or how he, what he looked like. And he would like run in, jump on the counter, take the money, and then he would ride a dirt bike into the woods and drive it into the back of a panel van. And then drive the panel van out of the woods, and he got away with so many fucking heists that way. Oh, that fucking rule! The movie is dope. The movie is crazy. The movie has a different aspect to it, which it, it really dramatizes it. But if you look up the real guy, he's a cool guy. I'm go, I'm trying to do it cool right dude. now. I mean, anybody that robs a bank is cool to me. Yeah, I mean, he was. Except for like when the Joker did it because they killed a bunch of people. Sure. Didn't like that at all. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll have to check out this movie and maybe maybe there's a book about the guy I can get somewhere. I just finished my current book, so what book are you reading? Uh, I just finished it. I don't have another book now. I'm reading a a book called Sex Lies and Headlocks. Oh really? <laughs> it was about '90s wrestling. It not great. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't check it out if I were you. It's 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 unless you're like interested in wrestling and you want to read the same fucking story that everybody's been hearing for fucking 15 years, but sure. I'm, I'm looking for a new book. Maybe I'll find a book about this prolific bank robber that got away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so big change to the Patreon. We finally got our cease and desist letter. They said we can't send any consumables out to people. So that includes CBD and Kratom. We are no longer going to be sending those out on a monthly schedule. So right now it looks like $1 a month, you get the bonus shows. $3 a month, you get the zine. $5 a month, you get the live videos. $8 a month, we'll mail a zine to your house. And for $12 a month, we will send you a zine plus a bonus zine um, that we usually source from Microcosm Publishing. They're a radical... uh, publisher out of Oregon we're also looking for independent sources for zines so if you have one or do one and you're you want to set up a set up a collaboration we'd be willing to do that Uh, we are going to also now start offering larger quantities of kratom that do compete with the other kratom sites so we're going to be offering kilos and quarter kilos and all of that at competitive prices, we're going to try to be your number one source for Kratom and CBD. Uh, so instead of, you know, being on that subscription model, you're just going to have to get it straight from the Street Fight store. Um, we might have to, we'll work something out with how to get you some zines as well. But uh, I will keep you all updated. I don't know. I'll make a video or a post or something. Thank you for tuning into the show, supporting us and what we do. We're going to continue this, do bigger and better things. Hopefully, we can get some sort of uh, sway on public opinion and move this thing in our direction. And we need all y'all to be loud and proud of being a street fighter. So we'll be back later this week. Peace.
they do. <laughs>